Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. We're on episode 59 today talking about your season of magic. What does that mean? What does it look like for you to begin to step into your season of magic? If you have not met me, my name is Cub Cooker. My real name is Jacob, but my friends call me Cub and you can call me Cub too. And you should call me Cub. So welcome everyone. We are live on Facebook as well as TikTok this morning. <clears throat> you have to forgive my allergies today. I've been battling that as we slip into the fall season here. Uh, it is October 9th, 2022. And I thought it was a great opportunity today to talk about your season of magic. And what does that mean for you? Um, I woke up this morning and watched uh, several videos talking about the different cabals and stuff and all of the uh, societies and all the stuff um, as they uh, draw their power and their sources from uh, certain entities or uh, rituals, that type of thing. What's up, Jason? How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. <clears throat> and I wanted to talk about what does that look like for you and me and how uh, do we as people, as part of this team, if you haven't heard about our team, you can find out more about it over at cubcooker.me, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me. We have an awesome membership going on right now. It's $9 a month. It supports what we're doing here directly, as well as you get access to our new private channel on Odyssey, uh, where I can be uh, a lot more open about what we teach and what we discuss there. Uh, nothing bad, but you know, over there, it's it's completely open as far as uh, freedom of uh, what we get to discuss over there, um, and then that's for the community uh, privately. And that idea of team came to me uh, the other day as I was thinking about what is this community really? What are we doing? And what I'm about to describe is going to be your process personally as well. If you're looking to manifest something in your life you're looking to step into a new season, do not sleep on October. Do not sleep on October. And then uh, we'll talk more about this going into December uh, or November and December as well. But there is a powerful energy right now just in the air. Just every year as the season changes, there is an energy that we should all be harnessing. We should all be looking uh, to go ahead and receive what we have received already in our heart and in our spirit as we step into a new season and we are in a harvest season and we read a lot in the bible talking about the harvest season uh how things happen according to the prophetic timelines within the biblical timelines uh but again i want to talk today about what do we all do as a community to activate on all the hard work we've put in you guys have worked on your side businesses and hustles. You've worked on family and relationships. You've worked on uh, just understanding yourself spiritually and, and trying to take those steps to better and further your internal peace. And now is a great time to go ahead and let all of that wash towards us and all of that harvest happen and be able to enjoy that harvest, be able to step into it with gratefulness. And so if you have questions over here on Facebook, drop them down in the comments. Uh, you guys are welcome uh, to ask anything you like in there. 
Um, I have, I see quite a few people over here and then we've got a bunch over on TikTok. So, uh, but as we get into this morning's discussion, I like to do these Sunday morning kind of tandem live streams, one on Facebook, one on TikTok so that we can really activate with both communities. Um, of course I distribute the podcast everywhere, every day, but I wanted to make sure that everybody has an opportunity for feedback. So what's up, Jamie? How are you doing? Uh, George Arthur, thanks for joining. Uh, we've got Paul Williams over on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Um, and we've got a lot of people over here. Uh, Mountain Mama, thank you for joining on TikTok. Uh, Ocean Blue, what is up? Welcome. Kevin Childers, thanks for being here. So as we think about this new team that we've got going here, what is the supernatural team? Well, the supernatural team that we're building here is all of us, by the way. It's all of us from people that just watch passively on the podcast to people that actively want to be involved in supporting what we're doing here. And that stands for transcend, elevate, align, and manifest. Uh, the team. That's the acronym for team. So we're transcending limitations, any of these generational curses that we hear about. Uh, any of the limiting belief systems that we have, we're elevating our consciousness. How are we doing that? We're doing that through natural means, uh, through meditation, through prayer, through reading ancient spiritual texts, and through communing together as a community and having an open mind around all of these ideas. And then we're aligning with love. What does that mean to align with love? That means that's the most important frequency to us. That's the most important thing. Uh, it's not the stuff. It's not, uh, I'm right and you're wrong. It is love, love over all love wins, uh, the frequency of love. It's exactly what Christ taught service to others, love to others, acceptance of others. And that's what we're doing here. So it doesn't matter what walk of life you are. What's up, Kayla? Welcome. And good morning. It doesn't matter what walk of life you are. It doesn't matter what your background is. If you're here in love and seeking uh, a higher understanding of truth and enlightenment, you are welcome and you're in the right place. So thank you for joining. And then manifest. We are manifesting our collective reality. And what does that mean? That means that as we come together, as we do all these things, this transcend, elevate, and align, that we begin to start to see really cool things happen around us. We begin to start to see miracles. We start to see uh, new friendships and opportunities, doors open, uh, God working in our lives. And God, by whatever you call him, whether you call him unity or source or universal mind or God, as long as we are talking about the most high, the creator that did everything in love and light and wants to call all of us back to himself, um, and I believe in the triune God, the father, the mother, and the son. Um, and if you don't know what that is, I've done several podcasts on that. Uh, what we have in the biblical canon now is largely masculine, um, which is fine until you're ready for more, until you're ready to understand the true dynamic of the divine, which is masculine and feminine coming together in unity and creating the logos or the son of God. Uh, the son of Elohim, which is uh, fully present in Christ. And we've seen it in, uh, as we're reading now, we're reading some Buddhist scripture. Uh, we're reading some Hindu scripture. And so we've got uh, different forms of this logos, this, this love product of the divine unity, which is present in all of us, by the way. And that's why I'm talking about stepping into your season of magic. 
your season of magic, what is magic? Magic is what Christ himself taught. And you may go, whoa, wait a minute, that's not in the Bible. Yeah, it actually is, guys. And he taught us how to uh, create and wield frequencies, specifically the frequency of love, specifically walking away from anything that holds us down and ties us down to this physical realm. He taught us how to ascend with each other, how to renew our mind and renew our spirit through the Father. All of these things. And he didn't teach anything where we have to go get this and that and you got to make, you know, and cast a spell over it or anything like that. He taught us how to do this, how to walk as beings of light. And you look at the other ascended masters too, and they did the same exact thing. And so that's why I love the idea of magic. Magic has really been demonized, especially within the faith communities, uh, as something dangerous, something whatever. And so that's what I want to talk about, the difference between sorcery and magic today. And I've already done a whole live stream on this, but I really, really wanted to hit on it again today. Uh, because it's going to be important to you receiving what you've been manifesting, receiving what God has been doing in your life fully in October. And if you guys haven't guessed by now, I do these live streams for me. I have questions and I answer them live here on the air. And that's exactly what's what is different about this community. I don't come at you guys with a lesson plan every day. I come at you guys with inspiration. And that's why this channel has grown so much. God is growing it because I'm speaking as he speaks through me. As he teaches me these hard lessons, these things that I've sacrificed a lot for, these things that um, this community has struggled with, uh, these things that you guys are needing to hear. And not because it tickles your ears, but because it's going to bear fruit in your life. And I talk about fruit in our lives all the time and I talk about how do you know like this this culture of oh there's false teachers and prophets and even the devil manifests himself as a being of light and blah 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 guys that's really convenient to throw all that around and that creates so much confusion and Christ gave us a very very simple way to tell he said look at the tree look at the fruit that's how we tell where life is and I don't care who is aligned with what religion or what doctrine or what denomination. If you look at the tree and you don't see fruit or you see bad fruit or unripe fruit, you know that is not a tree you need to eat from. And that is exactly uh, another reason why this community is different, why this community is full of love and light and openness, is because we're bearing fruit within our own individual lives and collectively as a team. Uh, Sean says they don't want us to be able to defend ourselves. So they, uh, perverted magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and so, and that's another thing that we, you know, we talk about on here. I'm not able to get into that whole thing with some of those, um, kind of down the rabbit hole things on these platforms because they are public forums, but, uh, we've got the really cool team membership now. Um, and like I said, it's nine bucks a month. It directly helps support what I'm doing here. And you're going to get access to uh, training videos, access to uh, mes special messages over on Odyssey, which is a really cool blockchain platform. Um, and it's you guys will get a link to that. Uh, it'll be just for this community. And I'm able to push messages out there that are still very positive, filled with love and light. But I'm able to not have to like use code words or parables over there because I know you guys have already 
gone through all of the kind of surface level teachings and stuff that I'm doing and you're able to understand more what I'm talking about over there. Because the last thing we are here is a conspiracy theory community. Uh, and the first thing that we are is a community of love, realizing that it takes 1% to change the world, 1% of the consciousness to be raised. That means 1% of your family, 1% of your community, 1% of your churches, 1% of your schools, 1% of your friend group, and you, my friends, are that 1%. So just remember that. We're not here to convince anybody of anything. We're here to show them what it looks like. Uh, Annie says, uh, hair looks good. Thank you very much. Yeah, I got a new, uh, got my ears lowered this week and uh, got my face all shaved off here. So feeling good, feeling that fall crisp air. I do this every year. I let my hair grow out and my beard grow out a little bit. And then I've got to get it cut off before fall because I like to feel the the cool, crisp air. And, and that, that static electricity, that energy that is in the air. And so let's talk about sorcery versus source. Guys, there's, there's a major difference here. And you're going to see a lot of stuff, especially over October, coming over, over the TikToks and over the reels and over the stuff. And respect to everyone guys everyone's belief here but just understand that that is not what i teach here i teach that inward esoteric magic the kingdom of god within you the idea that you can co-create with the father beautiful realities around you and not only do i teach that i practice it i believe it and i've watched it work in this community annie says she had to cut a tree down the other day and, you know, guys, that, that happens. And that doesn't mean we go out and we have to speak out against that tree. That means that, hey, that tree, we don't have to go eat from that tree anymore. We don't have to um, be friends with that person anymore. We don't have to entertain those ideas in our life anymore. We don't have to go to that church anymore. Whatever that is, uh, that tree sometimes has to be removed from our life, right? doesn't mean we go and do anything uh, to that tree or again, speak out against it or, or any harm against it. But it is uh, like, hey, that tree is not for us. And we can walk away. We can walk away from that tree. So Gary says, is this a pajama shirt? This is, uh, they're like jerseys. And it's kind of drooping because I've got the extra microphone here today. Um, normally it sits a little bit higher here and looks less like pajama. But this is part of our merch um, and this is the prayer portal. You can probably see it better on Facebook over here, but this is Christ praying in front of a portal. Um, and this is one of the first designs I did. It's an all over print, print sublimated, beautiful, beautiful design. Um, and so we've got it over on cubcooker.me over in the merch shop. If you go check that out, Gary, uh, there's a lot of cool designs over there, specifically the new cotton designs. I really like, they are like, a graphic screen print on the front. Um, they're not the all over print, but they're much more affordable. Um, and to me, they run, the sizes run normal. These run small. This is a three X and it just barely fits me. And normally I wear a two X tall. So if you guys do order an all over print, get a size up just to make sure that you don't have any issues. Cause they are kind of fitted. Uh, this is one that I can mountain bike in though, because it is moisture wicking. So, uh, a really, really cool design. Like I said, all over print, highly detailed really cool work. And that's another way you can support what we're doing here. Um, and that's, that's what I'm talking about. Stepping into your magic guys. I've been working on this thing. 
I've been showing up every day. You guys have showed up to meet me here and we're starting to see fruit from it. We're starting to see some incredible fruit from it. I've got some guests coming on this week that are going to be absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. I had someone reach out to me this week. Um, someone that I'm really looking forward to talking to that has had a long history within the Christian music scene. And I'm hoping that I can connect with this person this week and maybe even have them on the podcast if they're willing. I'm not sure how comfortable they are going in front of, uh, the public like that, but, um, you know, really some cool doors opening and some amazing people that I'm connecting with here. And, uh, I want to bring that directly to this community because, um, as God opens doors, guys, those are your doors too. So, uh, Sparkland says, good afternoon, watching you from work. What is up? How are you doing? I hope you're having an awesome day and I hope that your work day goes quickly and beautifully. Uh, the real Neo Anderson says good stuff. The love product of divine unity. Absolutely. And let's remember that guys, as we, as we move into the fall, you know, Halloween is something that, um, I, I used to be a huge, huge, huge Halloween fan did all of these, you know, uh, spooky houses and stuff in my parents' yard. And, um, even got to work professionally within the industry for a long time with the, uh, themed attractions and stuff like that. Uh, and had a blast doing it and, and I've always loved Halloween, but then the more I got into the Christian side of things, the more you see, uh, you know, what Halloween really is. And like, it's kind of this time where people go crazy and, you know, you got all these demons running around on the earth and, uh, you know, whatever you want to believe about it is fine. But I kind of had a new thought about it today is like, you know, it's here and it's here every year. And there's a difference between people that take the energy of the fall and the harvest and receive that in their heart and people that go out and try to activate using spells or all of this stuff that I'm not even going to say here on the air because uh, that stuff, while it will render results, you've got to take energy to receive it. But Christ told us that we are connected to energy and we don't have to take anything. We don't have to take a sacrifice or a life or any stuff, any of those things that uh, you see these gods of the Old Testament. I've talked about that before. They all needed that transmission of life into whatever energy they were giving or whatever blessing they were giving. And yet you have Christ come along and other ascended masters saying the kingdom of God is within you. You're connected to source already. You already please the Father when you go through me. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that we have to go through through Jesus, right? It's only that name. No, it's through that the name of. What is that? The identity of, the characteristics of the Christ, of the Krishna, of the Buddha. These ideas of these ascended masters who even in the in the time of Christ were were literally sacrificed to those old gods to satisfy that bloodlust that those old gods had and free people back into frequency with God. That's what he did for us. And that's why we're here now. And that's why we can have this conversation on stepping into our own personal magic, because that magic is going to be connected directly to the father. If we go through that door and I'm not here to tell anyone that you have to go to an altar and confess the literal name of Jesus, because by the way, he has a name that not anyone knows except the father. Not anyone knows except the Father. And that name is not Krishna or Buddha or Christ or Jesus or Yeshua or any of those things, guys. It's a name that we don't even know. 
So rather than trying to utter the name, let's try to live into the name. Let's try to activate the name as a community. Let's try to activate the name in our lives and find that true inner magic in this time, this season of harvest. John Hodge says, hey, man, if you're reading Enoch 2 or 3, just be careful with them. Uh, Two of the books are not what they seem to be. Just have, oh, that's tiny, tiny words. Let me see if I can read this. Uh, are not what they seem to be. Just have an open mind and go watch uh, NYSTV and listen. We'll explain the difference of Enoch there on YouTube. Okay, cool. I'll go check it out. Thank you very much. One of the, the warnings I have about Enoch is uh, Annie said or argue the name. Amen, Annie. Absolutely. One of the, the warnings I have with Enoch, with everybody reading it, is we don't really know who he was talking to. You know, Enoch walked with God and was no more. He was taken up. Which God did he walk with? You know, well, oh no, it was, it was God. It's only God. There's only one God. Well, I get that. Okay, I get that. There's one truth and one light. And that is the Father. That is the Father, the Mother, and the Son. The Holy Unity, the Godhead, the Elohim. One truth, many names in many different cultures. So many different names in so many different cultures that I can't even, I haven't even begun to scratch the surface of that. I've got some new books I'm going to share with you guys today. We're going to start a reading list that you guys will have access to, to go and check out all of this content that I'm learning and I'm sharing here, uh, because I want you to be able to do it on your own too. You're going to have to receive your own understandings on this and not just download what I'm sharing, but actually receive on your own. And so one of the biggest warnings I have on Enoch and any text that we read is if you don't understand the Pantheon, then you don't understand the Godhead. And so trying to understand that Pantheon, when it talks about Enoch standing before God, no one stands before God. The only ones that stand before God are the Christ, the Chrisen, by whatever name you want to call him or whatever culture he came in, the Chrisen one the anointed one who came to anoint us, by the way, so that we can stand before God with our consciousness. And then when we pass on from here, we can stand before him in our purity and in our truth and in our true bodies. And as he, you know, there's many different prophecies about upgraded bodies and upgraded genetics and all this stuff. And that's great. But I want to find him now. I want that peace now. I want to live with him now. And that's what I want for this community. Uh, not so that we can try to live a life that after we pass on, maybe we can experience that. No, let's have the kingdom now because Christ said it's in you. It is in you now. Uh, and that's a message we forget. You say, well, you know, Paul said, guys, I don't listen to Paul. I don't listen to Moses. I listen to the Christ. I listen to the ascended masters. I listen to, uh, what the Buddha said, what Krishna said, what Christ said. And I don't even know half of what any of those others say. And I'm just now discovering what the Christ said. Because as I'm reading Gospel of Thomas and Gospel of Mary Magdalene and all this new data is coming to light, we live in a time now where if you want to know, you want to know what the Christ said, you want to know what the Buddha and the Krishna said, you can. You have access to it. I don't care where you are in the world. You can either download a PDF you can buy a book. I got some new books here. I'm going to go ahead and share with you. Know that I'm coming from a place. I've had 36, 37 years almost of Bible training. I understand and I know my Bible. 
I've read it back to front. I've studied it. I've studied it with uh, theology schools. I've studied it on my own. I've studied it with Sunday schools. I've studied it and taught it for many years. I've read the Christian Standard Bible. I've read the King James Version. I have a Sefer over here with all Hebrew translation in it. I read the interlinear Bible, the parallel translations. I've got Bible Hub open all the time. So I come to you guys not as someone who's ignorant of that, but someone who, amen, Derek. Yes, Derek. Derek, we've got to do a live, man. I love you, brother. Uh, go straight to God. God is the only one who gives real knowledge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I'm talking about. Christ did what he did, not so that he would be worshiped, but so he could give the people back to God, straight back to God. That's what I've been talking about for, we've done almost 60 episodes of this podcast now. And before that, I've done hundreds of my Bible study podcasts, hundreds, which never, never really took off because I was trying to justify an evil, angry God in the Old Testament as the father of Christ. And guys, I just don't believe that that's true. And I'll talk about that probably forever. I can't prove it to you, but I can certainly prove it to you with what Christ said. I can prove it to you with all of the acts that the God in the Old Testament did. And what Christ said, he said, my father is in truth and spirit. He does not require sacrifice, but compassion. And the God in the Old Testament never took actions like that. Oh, yeah, no, he was compassionate to him. Yeah, after he unalived, how many of them? I believe Christ was an ascended master and the fullness of God because he woke up as that. He had that spirit in him and he woke up as that. And I believe that in his lost years that we don't have, he went to India and he learned these teachings that unlocked in him continued unlocking of this trueness and uh, uh, this fullness and truth and you might go wait a minute wait a minute i thought he was god from the day he was born that's one story but another interpretation and i'm not telling you this is true but i'm just saying another interpretation is that he studied from a young child he had a special gift he had special genetics he woke up as the fullness of God. He studied under all the masters. He esoterically understood it, lived it, embodied it, and did everything in his life based on that and uh, and ultimately gave the ultimate sacrifice of love so that we could go straight to God. Derek says, yeah, man, we'll set up a time uh, just here listening for now. Well, thank you, Derek. I appreciate you, brother. I love, love, love what you're doing. And I've got some lives set up with some really cool people uh, this week. Uh, a lot of them have written books. Derek wrote a book. If you guys haven't uh, checked out Derek Jester's page, please go check him out. He is dropping some knowledge over there that has been very enlightening for me, helping me put all of this together because that's what this is all about, guys. It's not about why or why are we a team, the acronym TEAM, T-E-A-M, Transcend, Elevate, Align, and Manifest because we're aligning with love, but what's the first part of that? We're transcending limitations, and that includes limiting beliefs, guys limiting beliefs. I've grown up in a culture and in an area that is built on the infallible word of God. And I'm here to tell you, this is not the infallible word of God. You are the infallible word of God. The logos, the divine expression or computation is you, is me, and is everything we do in the frequency of love that bears the son of God in our life. That is what it means to enter through the name of Christ through the characteristics of Christ, 
because we can sit here and argue his name was Jesus. It was Yeshua. It was Krishna. It was this. No, guys, it's the characteristics of that. And when you activate those in your life and you believe in that true esoteric magic, which is inward, the kingdom of God within you, you are already connected. And that sacrifice that was made 2000 years ago and maybe even more times and more planets than that. I don't know. Those sacrifices or that one, whichever you believe, were all so that people could go straight to God and be bought back from the, what I believe are extraterrestrial gods of the Old Testament. You see a lot of them. And you see a lot of the unalivings of people and animals to get that energy, to transmit those blessings so that the God of this world, the Satan could bless people well what's the god of this world if you go listen to sons of god ministries another guy that i'm i'm friends with on here awesome awesome channel he really gets deep into what it means to understand yahweh versus el el elion god most high the father the truth the light and it's really convenient when you got all these people walking around saying, well, Satan manifests himself. What does Lucifer means the bearer of light, the light bringer? And I've always had this theory that Lucifer and Christ are brothers. But then I was talking to a friend the other day and they proposed something a little different. That's pretty shocking. And I've got to do more research on it, but I'll plant a seed here. You guys look into it too. What if Lucifer is Christ? What if all of those things, and then you hear when like the Old Testament God is against him, what if like that's that dichotomy that we just don't quite understand because we don't understand the pantheons, we don't understand the mythology, we don't have any context other than what we've been told by 2,000 years of tradition and control to try and make sense of some of these atrocities as something that was important to get us to a spiritual enlightenment, yet nobody focuses on spiritual enlightenment now. It's all about the doctrine. It's all about you got to do this and this rather than keep looking. If you seek, you will find. If you ask, you will receive. Uh, Duncan says, I am one of the chosen. What do you think of that, Chief? Hey, that's awesome for you, brother. I think I'm chosen too. I think everybody on here is chosen. Are we going to wake up into that choosing or not? Terry Miller, hello, finally somewhere other than a real. Yes, Terry Miller. Uh, I'm on TikTok Live every day at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. And then we do a longer live stream here on Facebook and TikTok on Sundays, kind of the Sunday morning special here. Uh, so, Terry, welcome. And if you want to catch all these episodes, again, we've done almost 60 of them now. And they're over on the podcast apps on uh, Spotify, Apple, like all of the audio ones, as well as my YouTube channel. All of that is at cubcooker.me. All of those links are in my profiles, by the way. And then you can find all my official socials. Follow me everywhere. That way you don't miss a beat, whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, or Apple, Spotify, anywhere you are, you won't miss a beat. So I have a lot of people asking about that. Uh, and it's crazy how you know we push all this stuff out everywhere, and then some people watch only on some platforms, which I totally get. But uh, we do try to really get this stuff out everywhere, everywhere. And we've got uh, an audience of we're almost at 5000 over on the podcast, the audio, just the audio version. Uh, we've grown our YouTube channel by almost 2000 people this month alone. 
We're almost at 200,000 on Facebook here, and we're almost at 150,000 over here on TikTok. So, guys, we're over we're over the quarter million reach here now for sure, for sure. In fact, the reach is even bigger. I saw that the reach on uh, Facebook so far has been almost 5 million people so far. So, super, super exciting uh, what is happening here. And, guys, that's not coincidence. That's not... Oh, must be good, must be lucky, whatever. You know, I know I've got some people that watch me, especially that that maybe used to be friends that think, you know, oh, he's just telling people what they want to hear and he's he's bringing, you know, a seed of doubt and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine, guys. If they want to see that, they'll miss the message and that's fine. They're just missing the message. And I love you guys that, that, that think that. Uh, some in particular have spoken out, you know, and told me that, that I'm, I'm doing the devil's work or whatever. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm used to hearing stuff like that. At first it was really hard and stuff like that. Whenever we entertain that, that does not help with this. What we're talking about, transcend, elevate, align and manifest. So let's see. Uh, questions. Terry Miller says not by mistake. Thank, uh, thank you, Susie. Um, I think I have your podcast up now. Awesome. Um, Terry Miller says whoop, whoop. And let's see. Native American culture. They are brothers. Mohawk culture. Awesome. Awesome. That's very, very cool. So yeah, talking about Christ and Lucifer, like, you know, uh, there is the idea and the theory that they're literally brothers. I mean, you look at Inki and Enlil and uh, the Anunnaki culture and mythology. Uh, so again, I can't sit here and prove any of this to you guys, but I can give you guys the info and the data and let you start to make up your own decisions. And again, how do you tell if the tree is full of light? Look at the fruit. Is the fruit good? Does the fruit bear more fruit? Does it multiply when it's eaten in a way that brings love, light, oneness, the will of the Father on the earth? How do you know where the kingdom is, where the will of God is? Well, which God? That's what you have to ask yourself. Which God? Well, there's only one God. Well, according to every culture under the sun, there are a pantheon of gods. There are star gods. There are cloud gods. There are uh, underground gods. There are all these different ones. And if you believe in ancient astronaut theory at all, which I do... Um, then we, we understand that those are extraterrestrial or interdimensional beings that, or fallen angels that, that decided they wanted to be worshiped, create their own races or their own lines of, of humanity. Uh, that is a, that is not a new story. That is, that is an ancient, ancient story. And so when Christ came to reveal this one true God, it wasn't saying that these other beings don't exist. It's saying that God is in spirit. And the kingdom is in spirit. And if you want to be recreated back into any one of these, you know, different realms, then you've got to be in that spirit and enter through that door so that you can be reborn or be a part of creating back into these incredible realities that we have. Uh, Rachel says, nice, amazing. Thanks for doing this. Annie says, no seeds of doubt. Uh, you are my opposite. Uh, well, thank you, Annie. I appreciate that. Uh, question that has never been answered with a straight question. Uh, why bad things happen to good people? Because we live in a matrix. We live in a matrix and this world is not of the Father. 
Now you can see the father in all of it. All of his invisible attributes are present in it. Nothing can be created without the logos of God. But if you look at all of the ancient pantheons and all the ancient mythologies, you see that there's a maker God and a creator God. Even Aboriginal culture has Baime, which is their maker God who delivered the religious law. And then they have the rainbow serpent who is the actual creator who created love and beauty and light and energies and all of the stuff that could even be used to make out of. And so that's a difference. We want to look at the world around us and go, God made all of this. God made this cup. A God made it. A God made this physical matrix. Well, what about when you're in nature and you can feel God? Yeah, because you are stripped away of all these humanity built energies and you're in this raw makership that couldn't even be made without the qualities of God in it, without the truth and the light in it, without that logos in it. And you can look out over escape physical as it may be and you can see the energies because you're transmuted into a spiritual area a spiritual state and that is why um, all of the stuff in the world happens guys all of this stuff is because you know the god of this world is satan and i don't say that like oh you know everything's rot you know no it's we see that, you know, even Satan took Christ up to the top of the mountain. Is like, I'll give you all the kingdoms if you'll worship me. Who else gives the kingdoms? Who else gives the land? Who else gives all of these things? Yahweh. So if the father of Christ can, is giving all of those things, why didn't he just give them to his son anyway? Why was Christ a perpetual wanderer? Why have I wandered my whole life from thing to thing to thing to thing? Well, I'm finally, finally stepping into my purpose, my life's work, my truth. And so you have to ask yourself too, if you've found yourself bouncing around or struggling, have you stepped into your truth? Have you stepped within? And he says to get you to now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's that same story. What Israelites wandering in the desert. Like I've been there guys. I've been there. And it wasn't until they had what? Faith that they were able to step into the new promised land. Well if their God was leading them. Why wouldn't he just take. The, if he's a good God. Why wouldn't he just take him into it? See I've always wondered that too. Why, why did some of them. He said you know. They're just on the other side of the hill. But they couldn't step into it until they had faith. Because I just don't think that those gods of the Old Testament were the gods of faith and truth and light. I think that the father that Christ talked about is. And it was when they had faith they stepped into the promised land. Because otherwise, if that Yahweh was that loving God, he would have just walked them in anyway, even in spite of their sin, right? Because I'm sorry, guys, that's what the father does with me. Even in spite of my sin, he gives me good gifts. He doesn't give me a rock when I ask for a loaf of bread. Or a serpent when I ask for, I mean, come on guys, like, it's, it really is obvious when you see it, when you have eyes to see and ears to hear. And the reason that it's not obvious to a lot of people right now, and you may say, well, how is this so obvious to you? How is it one of the first things, and this is why I'm pushing this idea of team here, transcend, elevate, align, and manifest. You want to step into your season of magic right now? 
the first part of being a, a part of this supernatural team. If you if you buy into what I'm doing here and you love this community, then you're a part of the team. And that means to transcend, transcend limitations, family curses, generational curses, limiting beliefs, limiting belief systems. Transcending that first, when I finally got over the gut-wrenching feeling of saying this is not the word of God. Do you realize I have had 30 plus years of programming that said that this is an infallible word of God when nowhere in this does this say this is the word of God? Well, it says don't add or take away. It says don't add or take away from that scripture and that prophecy and revelation. Well, but you don't understand this is the word. It's the words that God spoke. No, these are words that people experienced from angelic beings, from extraterrestrial beings, from spirit beings. This has some of the life of Christ in it. And we should be able to read this with open eyes and understand that it is an amalgamation of man's experience with the supernatural. And that the reason that we have 66 books in it right now is not a coincidence. It was cultivated that way by men. By men. Go look up the history of the canonization of the Bible. I won't go through it now, but it will shock you. And then you can finally start to see and go, hey, I love scripture because all scripture is profitable for training in righteousness. What is righteousness? Walking in the path of light, walking in the right way. That means I'm perfect then. No, it doesn't. It means that you have a perfect heart towards it. It means that God has perfected that love in you and that openness and that transcendence of limiting beliefs within you. Elevate consciousness. What does that mean? That means we take all of this data, all this stuff we're reading. This is a great point to talk about this. I bought the Bhagavad Gita. I hope I, hope I said that right. I haven't started reading it yet, but I started reading uh, some Buddhist Psalms the other day, and it's been life-changing. And I bought this one, and I bought the Dhammapada. I hope I'm saying that right, too. These are all classic Indian spirituality texts. And then I bought the Upanishads. I hope I'm saying that right, too. I'm sure I'm saying them wrong, so forgive me. I will learn to say them as I learn to pronounce. A lot of the things in here are very uncomfortable to Western culture. Because we have this nice leather-bound thing with symbolism on the front. This amalgamation of scriptures. Well, there's a lot of scriptures that didn't make the cut, guys, that has a lot of clues towards what's really going on, the true narrative that we're all a part of. And then I bought the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Well, why are you buying all this Eastern religion stuff? Because, guys, I really do believe that Christ went to India during his lost years. There's a lot of data to back that up. And here's the deal. If he did, I want to read the texts and the concepts that he would have learned because he spent a lot of time in the Jewish synagogues. But we know he d there's a huge chunk of his life that's not accounted for. So that brings a problem up no matter what you believe because if he is the Christ and the Son of God 
Why are those years not important? Were those years lived in sin? Well, I don't believe that. Did he just work in dad's wood shop? I don't really believe that. Someone with a mission from 12 years old, if you believe in the Christ, I don't believe the Christ fell asleep for, you know, 20 years. No, I think he went and traveled. He went back to Egypt. He went to Mesopotamia. He went to India. Wherever you want to consider that he went to, all of these cultures are connected in somehow, some way. And I think it's important to understand. So I've got this new canon that I can look at and read. And it doesn't mean, just like this, it doesn't mean that every word is true. But it means that it's someone's understanding of that truth and it can help lead me to it. Because the true audit of understanding of reality is within you. Uh, Too Inquisitive says he traveled and learned with his wealthy uncle. Yeah, Joseph of Arimathea. There's another uh, really, really cool theory about Joseph of Arimathea and that Jesus was actually the son of Cleopatra. And because of the war going on there, he had to be given uh, to another couple who was kind of friends of the family and had uh, Joseph of Arimathea there uh, with Mary uh, and Joseph, uh, the father, and all of this stuff. And well, you say, wait a minute, that's heresy. That goes against... Guys, I can't tell you because I can't go back and read the very original text because the I think the closest text we have was like 60 years after the time of Christ. And that would have been Gospel of Thomas, which is not in your modern canonized Bible. Why am I why am I keep beating this drum, guys? Because I love my Bible, but I also love other knowledge. Because there's a difference between knowledge and gnosis. You can go read a bunch of fiction books and have a lot of knowledge. You can go read a bunch of spiritual texts and have a lot of knowledge. But gnosis is when that knowledge becomes reality for you and you start to understand the esoteric ascension that is connected to that. And that's why I'm talking about stepping into this season of magic because the fall is a beautiful time, guys. A beautiful time. Have you read the Book of Mormon? It says that after he ascended, he came to the Americas to teach. I have read some of the Book of Mormon, and I find it fascinating, too. And again, the Bible says all Scripture is profitable for training in righteousness. It doesn't say all Scripture approved by King James or all Scripture uh, approved um, you know, by our founding fathers or by uh, the Roman whatever. You know, It says all Scripture. So anything that is written inspired by god that's why i did a whole podcast on movies as scripture the matrix movie is scripture in my opinion especially the first one about neo waking up waking up oh no the matrix is just all those conspiracy theorists you got no well okay yeah sure you got plenty of other conspiracy theorists that use this though but I'm telling you, look with spiritual eyes. That's the difference between knowledge, head knowledge, and spiritual knowledge where you take it within your being, you add it to your collective, you understand it, and you can add more data to that without it just completely bringing down the house of cards. And you can begin to expand your idea of reality. And again, that's why we're a team. We're transcending limiting beliefs. 
limiting beliefs. Uh, Massagerist says, careful. Careful. Yeah, be careful with this, guys. Why do I need to be careful? Gretchen says, I agree. Thank you, Gretchen. God bless you. Thank you for being here today. Why should we be careful with this? Because what if you get what you want? What if you get all the friends you've wanted, all the family you've wanted? What if relationships are healed? What if timelines are repaired in your life? What if opportunities are opened up? What if all of that happens and you're not ready for it? What if you haven't prepared your heart and your spirit and you haven't forgiven yourself and others? So that's why I do say be careful with this. What's up, Shaman? How are you doing? Butterfly and the little uh, Jacob's Ladder. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Dude, I've been seeing butterflies a lot lately. And I've been talking about serendipity and um, synchronicity. Synchronicity. You know, looking at clocks and seeing 1111. Or it's, oh, it's 1212. Or it's 101, you know, like all, all these palindrome numbers and stuff. I've been seeing a lot of that. What does all that mean? Guys, there is a literal level of reality and existence that Christ gave us access to. And 99.9% .9 of people do not live in that reality. They may hope for something, but they don't believe it and they don't manifest it and they don't have faith in it. And I'm not talking about being an activist. I'm talking about you activate on your life and let everyone else figure out theirs. Christ served others and walked and showed people and those that had eyes to see that had, had more. Those that did not have even what they had was taken away from them. And they thought he was crazy. They thought he was a heretic. They thought he was literally doing the devil's work. So somebody says, uh, uh, no, you didn't say hi. Did you read it? Uh, I don't have another message from you. I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't, uh, these messages pile up, but that was the first time I saw you come in. It just said you entered and then all you said was careful. So my apologies if, uh, if that wasn't, uh, a warning to be careful, which is fine. It was a good point anyway, whether it was a warning or not. Because I get those comments, so it's easy to misconstrue those comments because I get those a lot. Uh, so, And maybe you didn't mean it that way, but again, it was a good point because people are going to tell you to be careful with this. Since I bought this book, people told me to be careful with it. I had a friend the other day, had coffee with him. They told me to be careful. Be careful with what you're doing. What do you mean be careful? Be careful with trying to find truth and ascension and enlightenment and trying to understand who the Christ was, trying to understand who he is now, trying to understand how all these cultures tie together. Because I'm sorry, I don't believe that the Church of America has a monopoly on truth. Because I've experienced every side of it. Uh, this book right here is the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Um, and so this is hidden away for many centuries. This ancient treasure text reveals the secrets of enlightening living and life after death. 
And then the quote on it is from uh, His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, and it says, Carrying out the first complete translation of this cycle of teachings has been an extraordinary accomplishment undertaken with great care over many years. I hope that the profound insights contained in this work will be a source of inspiration and support to many interested people around the world. And I'm going to put this on my reading list. Instead of us just doing the... Uh, the Amazon shop like we've done, I'm going to do an actual reading list that includes all of the texts that I'm actively reading at any given time and that I'm quoting from and talking about. And so there may be anywhere from 10 to 20 different books on there at any given time. But you guys that are working on stocking your library, I'm big on physical books because this is knowledge. This is enlightenment that we can keep with us no matter what's going on. No matter if there's a free PDF on, on Google, this is something we can have on our shelves and we can have a personal library of spiritual texts that we can go to. And this is, this is the point where a lot of comments flow in, whether it's now or later. Again, and my apologies, uh, Um How do you search for something that you do not know? Uh, I kind of look at it as my whole life is a search and I don't know anything. So as I search, I begin to deepen the well and expand the, uh, the vision that I have of reality. And so I kind of approach everything with, I don't know. Um, and you're going to get bias opinions everywhere. You're going to get them here. You're going to get them, uh, over on a church page. You're going to get them on uh, a spirituality page. You're going to get them on Google. It doesn't matter where you go. Uh, a lot of what I'm talking about, if you search YouTube for it, you're going to get kind of one narrative and it's either going to be a strictly Bible-based narrative or a strictly leave the Bible out narrative. And that's why I think what we're doing here is so special because I'm willing to look at this, this unity, this truth from all angles because, guys, it bears fruit in my life and I want it to bear fruit in your life too. Um uh, and Annie says, uh, Massageris, ask questions, ask someone what they think with an open mind. That's a great, absolutely, Annie. Those who know, know. Uh, I've known, I think God is gathering his for his holy purposes. Absolutely, absolutely. And I did a whole video on how I was raptured in 2020. Uh, caught up in consciousness. And you go, oh, that's not what it says. Well, guys, look at the original translations of this and realize that Christ almost never spoke literally. He spoke in these deep, esoteric, easternized philosophies. And that's where we lose his message because we try to turn it and literalize it and turn it into this thing. Well, Paul said, you don't understand. Guys, I don't trust Paul. I trust Christ. And you shouldn't trust me. You should trust Christ. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Nenny says, great way to put it. I feel like that's why we're possibly given discernment. Yeah, absolutely. Here's another question. Ask yourselves, guys. This, this is vital to you going into your season of magic. And, and what is a season of magic? It's a season of going within, finding God within you, and understanding that you have everything you need. The kingdom of God is within you, and wherever you go, overflow goes. Wherever you go, opportunity goes. 74 Leathercraft says, trust Christ, not man. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. And um, 
Wherever you go, that overflow goes, guys. And so as we step into this new season, at this harvest time, a lot of people are going to talk about, you know, that God's coming to save his people and all this stuff and the whole world's going to be judged and all of that stuff. And I don't look at it that way, guys. I look at what's happening now is already a part of that. There's already an ascension happening. There's already people living in a different frequency, a different timeline. And there are people, as they look at it and they see it, they are going to experience a different version of reality. And you say, well, that's not. Well, what about the world? Well, that That's not possible. Guys, it's possible. Just go talk to your neighbor and find out what they believe and find out the world they live in and understand that we all live in different worlds. Well, you don't understand there's one truth. There's, I mean, there's only one narrative happening. No, guys. Everybody's pushing their narrative right now. And the only narrative I want to step into is the one within, the one where Christ is within me. Gretchen says, absolutely, Cub. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, why trust books of the Bible that have man's fingerprint all over them? Absolutely, Robbie. That's why I'm reading the Bible. We've got the Bhagavad Gita. We've got the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Uh, I've got a Sefer over here. We've got Gospel of Mary Magdalene, Gospel of Thomas. We are, I mean, guys, we're we're looking at it all. You know, some of these texts that we're getting now have less of man's fingerprints on them, um, which is good, but there's always man's fingerprints. That's why we can take this stuff, this knowledge, add it to our collective knowledge and start to manifest things with it. And, and, and trying things and figuring out what works is really important. That's one of my biggest parts to my process. I'll take new data and I'll activate on it and see if it bears fruit. You know, I mean, anything that's that's positive and, and life-affirming and loving, I'll, I'll activate on it. So that's, that's how I approach it personally. So um, what's up, Mom? Thank you for being here. My mother just joined. Uh, Nancy, thank you for being here. Uh, too inquisitive says my whole journey has been of seeking began with, uh, when my spirit questioned Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, mad respect to Paul, no offense, but, uh, at the same time, a lot of our doctrinal belief systems are built on Paul. And I'm just saying, you know, he talked about a thorn in his side and a lot of people theorize that that was actually a Roman spear that he couldn't really say what he was experiencing and that it's kind of hidden in there. Um, and so that may be true. I don't know. <clears throat> Did he experience the actual Christ? I don't know. You know, I, I want to look at even, even the canonized gospels we have, there's some data to suggest that those apostles were not the ones that understood the true esoteric message of Christ, that it was actually Judas and Thomas and Mary Magdalene and Philip. And that's why you have these Gnostic Gospels. Well, that's biased to the Gnostics. Well, yeah, it is. But it's also biased just to read this. So, I bring that to you guys this morning because the fall is here. It's a beautiful season in front of us. The leaves are changing. The air is crisp. There's an electric charge in the air. And I invite all of us to activate on these things to transcend, elevate, align, and manifest. And as we go into the fall and we watched the fields dry up and the harvest come in, you see all the pumpkins out everywhere, just to remember that you've done work. God has done work on you this whole year. 
We just left the Shemitah year. We're in a brand new year on the Hebrew calendar. Just remember that the, the time of harvest, there were festivals, there were bonfires, there was beauty, there was a receiving, it was this openness, the chalice idea. And while we've been plowing the ground lately, you know, we're, we're talking about some of these little symbols now. If you watch Dan Brown's, you know, the chalice and the, uh, I think it's the dagger and the chalice, or the blade and the chalice. So you got this one is the blade. That's that masculine, you know. You're plowing the ground. You're doing the work. You're digging within yourself. You're you're actively trying to go out and serve others. And you're really doing all this stuff. You're you're starting that business. You're doing all these things. And then there's the time of harvest where that turns upside down. If I can, there you go. I'm looking at two different cameras, so that was messing me up. Um, you've got this chalice. So the chalice is receiving, and it's where that hard work fits right in perfectly. Um, and obviously, you guys get the symbolism behind that. But you have this beautiful place where all that hard work plugs in now to this time of harvest and receiving and receive the energy that's already there. You don't have to go out and create it. You don't have to go do all of this sorcery and incantations and all this stuff because you are the light of God. And you've been through this time of building, digging within yourself, within your community, within your business, whatever it is for you guys that you've been trying to manifest. Now is the time to receive it. And that's a message for me right here because I'm always trying to do that. I'm always trying to go into it with this. Okay, what can I do? Let's do more. Let's 10x this. Let's blah, blah, blah. And now is the time to receive. Now is the time with this, this static energy in the air. We're going to have some beautiful full moons coming up. Uh, we've got a time to just, the best way to receive, guys, is in gratitude. Don't fight it. Don't try to push it. Don't try to manifest anything now. The only form of manifesting we need to do now is transcend limitations, elevate consciousness, align with love, and manifest our reality through receiving it. Everything that we've been working for, everything we've given up, all of that stuff receive the beauty of that grounding. Absolutely, Massagerist says. Uh, Tadina Allen says after reading Thomas, uh, I see why. Oh, I can see why the uh, Papials didn't want it canonized. Yes, sorry, I read that as PayPal. Uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely, because there's a lot of a lot of um, life-affirming, spirit-releasing, transcendent, esoteric knowledge in it that doesn't keep you bound to a system. It's beautiful, guys. Uh, Bigfoot Society says, thoughts on Bigfoot. Uh, I've actually done a lot uh, on Bigfoot, on extraterrestrials, UFOs, we're going to start a whole new series this fall where we are going to talk a lot more about paranormal. I've talked a lot about uh, the paranormal UFOs and stuff. We are going to talk about Bigfoot. We're going to talk about um, specters and ghosts and apparitions, stuff like that. What are they? Um, and we're going to look at biblical evidence for that. We're going to look at other cultural representations of those. 
Um, and we're not going to approach it with, they're all demons, they just want to trick you. Because there's a difference between a demon and a lost spirit. There's a difference between a memory being ingrained upon realities and a demon. There, There's a bunch of different things. Mothman, yes, we'll get into that too, Annie. That's definitely from around your area too. Uh, we don't hear much about Mothman in West Texas because if he lived here, he would blow away in the wind. So we just got flat plains and about 80 mile an hour winds a lot here. So, um, so anyway, we got a really cool series coming up. If you guys are digging what we're doing here, we do this every day, guys. I take Saturdays off. That's my only rule. That's not a religious rule so much as I need a day to receive. Saturdays are still an effort of work day for me because I watch documentaries, I pray, I read, I, I try to receive and I talk about receiving and let's, as we go into fall here, you guys know what I'm talking about. Annie says, LOL. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like you've done the work you've, you've dug through, uh, you know, your own internal battles. You've, uh, tried to reach out to those friends you have, um, you know, whatever it is in your life, you've tried to build that business and now is not a time to just sit there and just go, all right, we'll see what happens. See if this magic works. It's a time for actual gratitude to actually start seeing it. To actually start believing it and watching things happen. Uh, God is light says the ceiling fan is giving me a headache. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, one of these days we'll get a proper studio, guys. I'm in a bedroom now doing all this, so my apologies. But uh, this is about the best angle we could get in the room. And without the fan, it gets pretty hot in here under the lights. So uh, my apologies about that. Normally I do the green screen, but on Sundays... We do this co-live stream so that you know everybody gets the same view, um, and it's more of just a laid-back coffee-type chat. So, but um, anyway, I hope you guys are getting what I'm saying here. And if you're listening on the podcast afterwards, thank you for being here. If you want to join our team, and I mean really support what we're doing here, we've got an awesome membership we just opened up, and you're gonna get to go deeper down the rabbit hole. We are doing a Zoom meeting once a month with that where we're going to have everybody on a Zoom call. We're going to take questions and go through the best we can, depending on how many people we have in there. Um, I hope thousands. I hope. Um, but we are going to just really dig in deeper to serving this community. So uh, we're doing it. It's going to be normally nineteen ninety nine a month. And for the first x amount of people that i've predetermined we're gonna let in at nine dollars a month as long as you stay on at that it'll always be nine dollars a month um, and you'll get the zoom group with that we've got a uh, private page that's going to be over on uh, odyssey where i'll be able to have more videos shorter videos not 60 second videos and not you know two hour videos but you know shorter you know three to five minute videos where we can dig in talk about more of this stuff We'll repost all the Zoom meetings over there as well. So you guys have access to this as well as some training materials, uh, free resources like literally free book PDFs that I'm able to source publicly and legally give to you guys. Um, so we'll have those as well, things that we're going through. Uh, I'm going to look for all kinds of cool ways to bring you guys value every month over there. So it's over at cubcooker.me, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.me, if you want to go grab that it directly. It's my version of a Patreon, basically. Uh, I had done Patreon, but I wanted to move Patreon from where it's all controlled on that platform to where 
Uh, basically, the payments are taken through the platform that I'm using now, but it, everything's fulfilled by me on various platforms via email. So make sure you use a legit email because that's how you're going to get communicated with. Make sure you star the email that you're getting from that because uh, that's how I'll communicate new resources on there to everyone. Uh, and it just it decentralizes that more for us. And as we move into a world that's using more and more blockchain, if you don't know about that, we'll do a whole episode on that and what that means spiritually for our planet. But right now, um, just know that I'm doing my best to create that group and keep it as decentralized as possible so that we can communicate via email. And then I can give you guys resources on various platforms that we are able to communicate um, as openly as possible. So uh, anyway, I hope you guys get what I'm talking about today. I hope I get it. I hope I get it. When I say I hope you guys get it, I mean I hope I get it. Um, Tendon's, uh, uh, Tadina, excuse me, Tadina Allen says, from Southeast Texas, hot Arizona, uh, now and still hot. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It'll be cooling off, though. By the end of October, most everybody's getting cooler, at least getting that little crispness in the air, so... Uh, Grand Staircase National Park, Utah. What is up? That's awesome. Going into fall and absolutely beautiful, Nanny says. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, you guys go enjoy it. Enjoy the fall. Meditate with that crisp air wherever you can get it. Spend that time in silence away from all the frequencies because you create a frequency. Remember that. And the more you can build that frequency and the strength of that in that love that team that we're talking about, transcend, elevate, build that. It's going to be beautiful, guys. I really believe as we go into this fall, we're going to have some beautiful things happen for this community. I want to hear y'all's testimonies of the doors God's opening as you prepare to receive. Prepare to receive. That doesn't mean just sitting back and doing nothing, but that means we're done digging, we're done forcing, we're done, you know, with this heavy building process right now, just for now, as we go in to the fall. Let's take October and let's receive. And we do that in gratitude and in the frequency of love by aligning our consciousness with love. So I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining today. Go check out the membership. Like I said, if you want more, you'll be getting stuff that you're not getting on here. I don't want to do just the same old content. I want to be able to speak more candidly. That's why we're doing a lot of it on Odyssey. If you've never used Odyssey, it's it's very similar to YouTube. It's built on like a blockchain backbone, which means it's more decentralized and it's not as kind of controlled by these bigger platforms. Nothing wrong with them for what we're doing here. But again, I want to be able to speak more freely, if that makes sense, and not have to... Uh, there just literally are some words I can't say on these platforms. Nothing against them. I understand they have an image to uphold. That doesn't mean that they're against us. That just means that... You guys that want to go deeper with me, we're going to do it. And we're just going to do it at a different at a different station because that station is built on different principles. And that's that's great. 
but for the masses, we continue to do this type of thing uh, because we do have a, a very large community here between all. We've reached thousands of people this morning, thousands. Uh, and then this will reach hundreds of thousands by the end of the week. Hundreds of thousands of people. And I am grateful for that. So it's my time right now, rather than just pushing to start flowing. And so you might take what I'm going to do might be an opportunity for your life. Instead of pushing, just continue with that rhythm. Let it become a rhythm. Let it flow and receive the blessings from that. Substance 777 says, I love your depth. Thank you so much. So if you guys love my depth, promise you've got plenty of depth in you. Start with that team acronym, that transcend. Transcend those, those old belief systems those old limiting whatever, whatever we've got, you start to find depth under there. You start to find it. I love you guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you very much. And I'm going to see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Monday. I'll see you guys tomorrow on the 11 a.m. and the 3 p.m. So hope you have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. And I hope this blessed you. Just, just hold that in your heart. Receive right now. Receive and flow into that receiving with gratitude. I love you guys. Peace.